Welcome to Unchenu and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with simple, easy, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music, and I'm fully aware that I can't sing, but I do it anyways. It's the little things in life that spark my soul. I'm fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I also love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I bring special guests from all over the world, from different backgrounds and niches of expertise, who share their unique story and their most valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. We cover everything from branding, mindset tools, Facebook ads, how to start a podcast, how to build a Facebook group, you name it. We're here to help you and empower you to build a life and business you always dreamed of. Enjoy this week's episode. level this year. Learn to create content that attracts your ideal clients with ease and flow. Let go of mindset blocks and all beliefs that are no longer aligned to the women you are. Hit consistent five-figure months while running a soulful business. And how about creating an ideal balance between your life and your business where you no longer have to hustle or work thousands of hours to achieve the results you desire? Take your business to the next level is an exclusive one-to-one mentoring and coaching program designed for the woman who is tired of hiding and is ready to step into her full authentic power. With Take Your Business to the Next Level, you will learn how to implement easy, simple, and effective mindset tools and business strategies designed exclusively for you and your business. Say goodbye to this crazy year on a high, doing a happy, happy dance to your favorite tune. For more info on how I can help you take your business to the next level, keep an eye on your inbox or check the link in this podcast to book a free strategy call and start planning your next steps for success. Looking forward to meeting you, lovey. See you soon. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unchain Your Inner Strength. And today's special guest, we have the lovely Rahila James. Hi, Rahila. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for being here, Rahila. So Rahila is a family empowerment guide and blogger. So for moms out there listening or everybody who's asking families and want to get organized and <laughs> organized, you got to check out this podcast. Rahila, would you tell us a little bit about yourself uh, so everybody can get to know you? Yes, thank you so much for having me. And um, I am a wife and a mom to four. I have a 16-year-old son, a 14-year-old son, a nine-year-old daughter, and a four-year-old daughter. So we've got quite a a gap, age gap between all four of the kids. And uh, I uh, am a physical therapist by trade, and I started uh, my physical therapy career back in 2000. And... Then I had my family, had my kids, and uh, went on um, to stay home with them and raise my kids. After that, in 2013, I decided to go back to school and get a master's in business administration. And by then, I had three of my older children. They were all under the age of 10. And we had this system going on in our house where things were pretty organized and we were, uh, you know, doing things in a certain way. The kids were happy. They were all under the age of 10, so not very demanding. But um, 
when I went back to school, things just fell apart for us. We um, started to, the kids just started to notice that things were not the same. We mm-hmm. were, became super unorganized, super uh, uh, stressed out. And my stress and my uh, way of being was just transferring on to my children. And even though they were all 10 years, uh, less than 10 years old, they knew that things were going wrong in the household. They knew that things were falling apart. They were always late to everywhere they yeah. went. <laughs> they were everything. And there was never any clean clothes. And, you know, they were starting to notice all of that, even though they were so young. And my stress was transferring on to the children. And I became sick from everything. And I w- had gone back to school but I just and the first time I'd done it into early 2000 before having kids, I lived at home with my parents, so I wasn't prepared for what would happen with the kids. My husband tried to help out as much as he could, but he was working full time and he couldn't uh, be there all the time. Mm-hmm. So I became really sick and I uh, required surgery, okay. and so. This, that, uh, you know, added more uh, stress to the children. What was but your surgery I, on? What, what so, that, that stress lead to, led to surgery? Yeah, so I developed significant ulcers. And because of the ulcers, mm-hmm. I had to have surgery. And okay. it took a physical toll on me. All of my uh, my stress and my anxiety from trying to raise the children and from trying to take care of the house and study as well, it just took a physical toll on me. And I was completely, my mind was all over the place. There was so much clutter going on in my mind. And once I had surgery, I knew that I needed to make some changes in my home mm-hmm. I needed to make some changes in my own personal life and I needed to change things for my children as well because they were suffering along with me because as a mom when you are the person that everybody's looking to you're stressed out it transfers to them as them. well yeah and so I started to notice how in, um, I started to notice in business school that businesses have to have systems and techniques to survive, to succeed. So that's what I started to do. I took business techniques and I transformed them to fit to the household. And I implemented systems and techniques in my home. And when I did that, things changed for us. Things became less uh, stressful. There was less anxiety on my part, and that transferred to my children. And then I was over, less overwhelmed. We started getting to places on time. We started actually having clean clothes again. <laughs> so, and, you know, meal times happened uh, when they were supposed to. So, that's what we started to do. We implemented the systems and techniques and things just changed and things just started getting better for us. God, it's, so, in, it's interesting yeah. how everything is related, right? Especially yeah. it's being a, like you learned that a lot from business or being an entrepreneur that you kind of have to put those things like combine them together to yes. the whole lot. <laughs> it's organized, yes. like your yes. life, your yes. business, everything. Yes, yes. And unless, um, unless you have 
every part organized, it will just transfer to other areas of your mm-hmm. life. Like if your household is a mess, it will transfer to your business. If your business is a mess, it will transfer to your household. That's absolutely true. Absolutely. Yeah, you can try because you know some people are in the house and they're trying to do both things at the same time. And they're like, okay, I'm going to work on the laptop. I wash, you know, wash the, like I put the dishes to wash or, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. And then the next thing you get all overwhelmed because you're trying to do too many things at the same time and there's no system. Exactly. 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 And everything's halfway after. It's like, ah. Yes. 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 <laughs> Wait, look, can I ask you just backtracking? What was your What was your decision to go back to school to study business? Was there Was there a change in your personal life there, like from going from physical therapist that you were like, okay, I want to go back and do something for myself. The kids are a little bit bigger. Okay. I, I can handle yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, so basically what had happened was I did not see myself being a, a physical therapist, a frontline physical therapist for the rest of my life. And I wanted something that was uh, something that I was interested in. And my husband, he has a business background, and I've been over the years watching him and just being with him and helping him out in certain things as well. And I felt that that was something that I wanted to do. And I wanted to uh, go into business for myself. And it was always in my background because at one point in my life, I had thought about opening up my own physical therapy business, which I ended up doing. And uh, so because of all of that, I wanted to go back to school to get uh, my MBA. And uh, I, at the time, had thought that, yeah, this is going to be just the same as when I did it without the kids and living at home. It was easy back then. But it, I was very wrong. I was very wrong. And it was completely different. And did you get to finish it? I did. I did finish. Yay. And that was my thing. I Yes, that was my thing. When I finally realized that businesses implement systems and techniques, and I knew that there was, I was so sick, and I needed to make a change in my life. I needed to change things for myself, for my children, for my husband, you know, and I needed to, um, I knew that I was the only one who could make that change. Mm-hmm. And it was really a decision that I had to make. And I didn't want to fail this because education for me is very important. And both my husband and I, for both of us, it's a very important thing. We instill, you know, the fact that you have to go to school and you have to have an education into our children's lives as well. And, you know, sometimes people may disagree with the fact that education is super important or not. It just depends on what your perspective is. But for my husband and I, it it is very important. So um, I knew I didn't want to fail that. I was not going to fail school. So I made the changes and I actually went back and had and completed it in after surgery or whatever, you know, in spite of all of that, I still went ahead and I finished the, the program and I did get my degree. That's awesome. That's awesome, Mahila. Yeah. Speaking of that, of going to school, because I know some people might disagree that education is not because you won't get a job after stuff like that. But I think yes. I'll, I'll probably be on your same page as you as in like it, it doesn't really, on, it's not really on the outcome if you get a job on it. It's the fact that 
the studying, studying and learning how to be, you know, consistent into something or being more resilient or, or as you did, as like, I wanted to finish. This is something I want to finish and I'm going to do it no matter what. You know, yes. and I think that's, yes. that's the yes. part of it that education can bring you and being like, okay, staying focused, being focused is something that you yes. really want to accomplish. Yes. And, and learning happens throughout your life and in many different forms, you know, whether it's learning uh, through reading a book, whether it's watching a, a video or whether it's listening to a podcast, learning happens all the time mm-hmm. throughout your life, throughout the day, you know, but uh, it was something that was important to me that I wanted to finish this degree. That's, that's awesome. I remember I went to college as you. I went to college, back to college as a mature student. And I went uh-huh. for applied languages and international communications. I wow. wanted to go into something else, but that was the only one that I actually, I got approved. So I was like, okay, I'm going to study this. And it yeah. turned out that I never went, I never got a job from it after. But once I started my business, I realized that everything I had learned on that course it was applicable yes. to my business, you know, and I was just yes. like, oh, my God, absolutely. this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And that is exactly what I uh, I did. I uh, And I really, when I work with my clients, I implement both my physical therapy degree and my uh, business education. My whole uh, concept is based on my MBA that I uh, gained. Mm-hmm. And... So I apply both things into working with my clients, you know, and I, uh, and I apply my faith as well. So it's a very holistic uh, approach to uh, working with moms. Oh, I love it. And tell us, because I, I love this. So you help women declutter and organize. Decluttering yes. is one of my favorite things. Like, I know people does it once, you know, they're like, oh, spring season or maybe winter. I pretty much declutter Whenever I need it, when I feel like my Absolutely. head is just going too much, you know, yes. even if yes. it's even if it's just doing the desk, you know, like like I feel like when, when people think about decluttering, it's like they have to do this whole cleanse with the house, and sometimes yeah. I think it's small places, you know, like the little bits that it's like, okay, I need I need my desk to be as I want it to be able to sit down and work. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. It does not have to be a big thing. So I guide and empower moms to declutter and organize their lives and their households. And when I talk about households, it's really their whole family. Mm -hmm. And I work on four main pillars of clutter. And uh, because when people think of clutter, they just automatically think of physical clutter but clutter is so much more than that and I work on four main pillars it's physical clutter mental clutter financial clutter and health clutter now depending on what's going on in your life or the kind of person you are or what is happening in a specific moment in your life one of these forms of clutter may be amplified but each part plays into each other Mm -hmm. so when you have a lot of things going on in your head you're thinking about a lot of things you are having financial issues then you will start to have uh, physical clutter as well because you will uh, stop putting things together keeping things organized and then you start 
developing physical clutter and all of that physical clutter can play on your mind as well and you start getting anxiety and you just uh, get overwhelmed easily and in my case when I had uh, clutter going on in my life I also had health issues so it can play into your life as health clutter and when you have a lot of things all over the place you cannot find anything and when you cannot find things use it starts to play into your finances as well and so each of these uh, yes on your time and your finances and so then it is you know that's what i focus on really on the four pillars of clutter physical mental financial and health and let's let's touch a little bit more on the financial because I, I find that part very interesting you know like we all have bills to pay you know it's just it's yes. that it's like you know but in a way to keep ourselves organized because i learned this a few years ago you know that you know, a lot of people, we're, we're scared of death. We're scared of own, owning people's stuff, you know, owning money. And it's yes. just like, and that started overwhelming, as you said. You start getting overwhelmed and then you start freaking yes. out. And it's like, oh, I can't make it till the end of the month. So we tend to try to pay little bits here and there without actually having a plan of, you know, okay, these are the priorities. These are the things yes. that, do I need them? Do I not need them? You know, on that sense. How would you, how would you help women on that sense when it comes to the financial part and the cluttering? So very often, often women don't even know where the money is coming from. And where it's they going. <laughs> Or where it's going, you know, and uh, it's, uh, it, they don't know how much they're making and how, how much they're sending out. And this does not only affect women, it affects men as well. And people just lose track of what's going, where everything is supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. And when they are, uh, haven't got all of their finances organized, when they don't know how much they're, exactly how much they're making, when they don't know how much exactly is going out or how much uh, is supposed to go towards what bill, then they start to get disorganized. Then what they start to do is juggle. Then they start to say, okay, uh, maybe this much I will send here. And maybe this one, if this bill, if I don't pay t- this uh, month, maybe it'll be okay. You know, but unless you actually know first, know where you are spending all your money, you cannot get organized or how much you are bringing in. And bringing money in does not only mean uh, a paycheck. It can mean other things as well. It can mean uh, maybe even um, things like selling something that you don't need. Even that is a source of income. If it's not leaving your bank account then and it's coming in, then that's a source of income. So there are different things that you can think of as income. And it's just really figuring out where, what are the sources of income in your household. And then um, budgeting, getting yourself organized and figuring out at how much am I spending at a certain time in the month or how much am I bringing in and then you just touched something you just said something about uh, whether I need it or whether I uh, want it Mm -hmm. 
That's one of the <laughs> biggest things that I teach my children, and I also teach with my teach my clients. Is is this an always question? Is this a need or is this a want? Do I need it to survive if I don't have it? Like for example, if I I need food to survive, so if I don't have food. I will die. My children will, you know, not have anything. So I need that. Mm-hmm. Do I? I would love to have that expensive five hundred dollar purse. I would. <laughs> I want that, but I don't need it. Mm-hmm. So you know, you distinguish between needs versus wants. When you are distinguishing between your needs versus wants, then you can control your costs. When, then you can control where you're spending your money. So it really starts off with really figuring out how much money is coming in and how much money is actually going out or needs to go out. Or needs to go out. I remember I did it. I did it a while ago. Well, I did it when I started my business. And I, put, I, I started writing down all the things that were coming, going out, you know, like let's say apps or, you know, anything that I needed to run my business, especially apart from my personal stuff. And then I started seeing that I was spending on stuff that I could get for free. You know, that I was paying and I was like, why am I paying for this if I can get the free feature? That doesn't mean that my business is not a business. Because yeah. that was the other part, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, well, I have to yeah. make it look like it's all professional and all this and that. And sometimes you yeah. end up buying, you end up using a lot of stuff that are not necessary. Same as clothes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I think, yes, I think, yes. I think with, yes. The lockdown, with the lockdown, we all realize that we have a full closet of beautiful stuff and we're like, we have no place to go. <laughs> That we're not using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Like, you know, this weekend we've uh, been, uh, we've been celebrating, uh, we celebrated Labor Day this weekend in the mm-hmm. U.S. And uh, because we had a long weekend, we decided to do a painting project for our daughter's bedroom. And um, we bought more than we needed. You know, we bought more paint and more things that we needed. And I um, made sure that while we were going through everything, the kids wanted to help uh, with the project, of course. And uh, we, wanted, we made sure that we were keeping track of what we were using and what we were not using. Because mm-hmm. if we were not going to use it, I wanted to make sure that I returned it. Because if yeah. we didn't need it, you know, I wanted to make sure that we returned it. So that, you know, even something small like that, just making sure that you are aware of how you are using your things yeah how you're using your um uh, your money so something small like that you know mm-hmm. so, no I completely like we do a lot i don't know i think food is one of the biggest ways when it comes yes. to somehow most households you know and it's just like you know you want that bowl of fruit that looks amazing and it's like sitting on the counter and you probably never touch it you know but you have a fruit yeah. bowl and you never yeah. even touch that apple it's been sitting there for months and yeah. i think that happens a lot in a lot of places but i think it's like i don't know if it's a sub- I, i'm not a psychiatrist psychologist you know so i wouldn't i, I wouldn't know the depths of it i just know yeah. it does happen you know a lot and 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 it's constant you know constant of throwing away stuff 
Yes, and, and you're right. You're right about food being a waste, and、um, eating out can be become very wasteful as well. And those are the things that you can control. Those are costs that、uh, what、uh, what are known as variable costs. Variable costs are basically things that、uh, you have control over. Like for example, entertainment. How you、uh, you know、uh, these days you can't go out to watch a movie, but Going out to watch a movie,、mm-hmm. or、uh, you know,、uh, going out to have a meal. Can you have a cheaper meal, or can you ha- have a very expensive meal? Maybe save that expensive meal for a special, special occasion. occasion. Or、mm-hmm. and the fruit bowl. You know, do you need all those、uh, <laughs> different varieties of pears or different varieties of, of apples, or maybe just one variety and just save? Your money that way,、mm-hmm. instead of、uh, being wasteful and spending a lot. So that's something that definitely I feel that it, food can be controlled. It's a variable cost, things that you can control. There are fixed costs. Fixed costs are things that you just can't control, like you know, rent or car payments or things like、yeah. that. So, yeah. So, but yeah. And Rahila, when it comes to like you know, you mentioned before that when people think about clutter, they always think about the physical place. So when we're talking about you know declutter the mind, okay? So to have like more clear, to be more focused, more clear on what we're thinking and what we're doing and what energy we want to bring into the things that we're doing and to ourselves as well. How would you describe that, or how what tips would you like to give women to be? You know, those. those <clears throat> I read this article the other day. Sorry, I'll just go back to that. Not. And I read this article the other day. They said that women by half nine in the morning, we have already cluttered our minds, saying that we're fat, that we're not pretty, that you know we already have that ingrained there. You know, well, okay, so, okay. It's, it's sad. So this is by this is by half past nine. So by nine thirty, you've already had those thoughts in your mind. Yeah, that, yeah. There's a percentage.、Oh, wow. I can't remember. It was like seventy percent of the women worldwide. It was something like that. You know,、wow, that we already、okay. go into that negative mindset. And I'm like,、wow. and I, <laughs> I know, I know. I was shocked by the numbers, but then I was thinking、yeah. about it, and it's like maybe before half nine, you already grab the phone and you're already scrolling into Instagram or you're scrolling into some social media stuff, and you're looking at others, and you're like, I wish I was like her, you know. And so yeah, that's when your mind starts. I can see that.、Going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Your mind's already playing tricks on you. So, yeah. But wow, I didn't know it was that. <laughs> it was that. It is. It's that、weird. early in the morning. Okay. <laughs> no, right. Yeah. But okay. So when it comes to you know declaring, what tips would you like to give to those women that since we said all right, decluttering doesn't mean it's only a physical space. It means like decluttering your mindset to be bring something in there, get rid of the stuff that don't serve you anymore. Is there any tips that you would like to give women that are you work with with your clients or even your children that you give them like to stop thinking like that? <laughs> Start thinking. You know, one of the, one of the one of the things that I really、um, tell everybody, and I've been focusing more on this myself,、uh, is gratitude. I've been really working on that when I feel.、Um, Feel in a place where I am negative, where I feel like nothing is working out, nothing ever will work out, you know. And and those thoughts are normal; they're normal.、Yeah. People have、mm-hmm. those normal thoughts, you know. I 
start going back into gratitude. I am a person of faith to begin with, but so, uh, but you know, even when if you are starting to feel those negative thoughts, start thinking for or being grateful for what you do have. You know, mm-hmm. I, uh, my daughter the other day made a comment that, oh, this has been a very hard year. It has been a horrible year. And I told her, I started telling her, but yes, but be grateful for the fact that you have a home, mm-hmm. you know, that you can live in. Be grateful for the fact that even though this has been such a hard year, you've always had food to eat. Be grateful yeah. for the fact that um, in spite of everything, you know, going on this in this, uh, this year, you have been with your family no matter what. Yeah. We have not been separated. And, uh, and, and, you know, she also knows about the fact that many people during this, this year have lost their uh, livelihoods. And so I told her, be grateful for the fact that your parents have still had had jobs yeah. you know yeah so we we started we, and then she just kept looking at me she's nine so you know being told that she should uh think a little differently uh um you know sometimes nine-year-olds don't really like being told that they should be doing something different <laughs> so she looked at me she looked at me and after she got over the fact that i had uh, told her to do something differently she looked at me and she's like Well, I guess you're right. I am happy that I have all those things. So I guess I am grateful. I I am grateful. So, yeah, so I am grateful. And then uh, she moved on to something else. But that's one of the biggest things that I've uh, been focusing on for myself, for my children. And I tell my clients as well is that really focusing on gratitude. And when you are focusing on gratitude, it helps decrease some of the mental clutter when you are listing out your things that you are grateful for Mm -hmm. and then really focusing on small changes we tend to always think big we think that uh, like big houses big cars big uh, everything big closets you know we think of uh, yes big and fast Mm -hmm. but but we forget that to get those big changes, you have to make the small changes first. So gratitude and focusing on small changes. When you are fo- focusing on those things, then it's easier to get rid of some of the mental clutter. Yes, but I'm not. And when I talk about mental clutter, I'm not talking about uh, things that are. I'm not talking about mental illness. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about depression or things like that. I'm talking about just your everyday clutter that we have so much of in our heads. We are constantly thinking about all the things that we have to do. I've got this to do. I've got that to do. I've got this and that and this and that. But focusing on gratitude, thinking about starting small, and those two things really help. And then really focus on one thing at a time. Focus on one thing and do that thing correctly and finish it off from start to finish. Mm -hmm. So end to end. So don't think about doing 
all those millions of things that you have to do. Focus on one thing that you can do with excellence at one particular time. Start it from the beginning and finish it. For example, washing dishes. Don't think that you have to wash dishes and do laundry at the same time. Do all the dishes from start to finish. Finish putting everything away and then move on to the next task. So three really, you know, main things that I focus on is gratitude, starting small, and whatever you start, pick one task and finish it end to end. That's that's a good, that's great advice, Fahila. Thank you. It's just, it, it's perfect it's for those people that try to multitask. I think women we tend to try to do too many things at the same time, and then yes. we start resenting people because they're not helping us, but we're not even asking for help yes. either. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. You just you just nailed it on the head. That is something that women do all the time. And especially moms, we feel like we need to do all of these things all by ourselves. We don't ask for help. Mm-hmm. But you know, that what that does, it creates all of this mental clutter. And it starts to transfer into our physical space, into our health, into you know, energy. into our finances <laughs> and our energy. Yes, and you know, we ha- we have no room for anything else when our head is so cluttered that way. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so clear up your head, clear up your space, little little steps, and always be grateful. Rahila, yes. thank you so much. And before we wrap up, can you tell us where they can find you if anybody wants to work with you, get to know you more, uh, where they can reach out? What's the easiest place? So, um, so I am on LinkedIn. I am on Facebook as well. Uh, my business page is Mommy's Business One Hundred One M O. M-M-Y apostrophe S business 101. That's on Facebook and on LinkedIn. I am under Rahila James and um, I am um, on, uh, you know, you can reach out to me on Facebook as well as Rahila James and I'm on Instagram as well and Twitter. My Instagram and Twitter handles are at bizmom, B-I-Z-M-O-M 101. And you can reach out to me through email as well, Rahila James. James at bizmom101.com. So B-I-Z-M-O-M 101. And then on my website, my website is also bizmom101.com. So it's www.bizmom101.com. Perfect. We'll drop all these links there, but it's easy to remember anyways. So, but we'll drop everything. It's very, very much the same thing. It's businesses, mommy's business 101 and then bizmom101.com. Yeah, and that's another business tip. When you're doing your, when you're starting your business, try to keep everything under one name. Everything in the same, yes, everything uh, under the same name and the same uh, Twitter, I mean, Instagram and Twitter, social media platforms, everything should be the same. Keep it all the same. Okay, perfect. Rahila, thank you so much for today. Thank you for this interview and thanks for sharing all your amazing tips. Thank you so much for having me, Marie. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I will see you next time. And don't forget to drop your comments or reach out to anyone of us if you want to find out more how to work with us or work with Rahila, how to get organized and declutter. I'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. 
I am Maria C. Krause, and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms, or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause, or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, light, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are.
Bye.